Welcome to Aminid Wellness Academy's podcast series, Resuscitating Life, your ultimate source of positive energy and empowering transformation, where we break down barriers, bust through limiting beliefs, and we shatter those glass ceilings so that you can breathe life back into every facet of your being. Hosted by Aminid Wellness Academy's very own vibrant, passionate, and dynamic board-certified nurse coach, Amanda Johnson. Let's dive in and resuscitate the extraordinary life you were always meant to lead. Hello, and welcome back to Amnith Wellness Academy's podcast series, Resuscitating Life, episode number 10. Today's episode is titled Healing Through Vulnerability. Now, I know you might be sitting there saying, Is that right? Did you just say healing through vulnerability? And yes, I did. Now I know you might be thinking, but doesn't vulnerability do just that? Leave me vulnerable to other people, other things, situations, and circumstances? If I'm to be vulnerable, doesn't that mean that I open myself up to hurt, to pain, to destruction, or just the wrath of somebody else or a situation. And while there are definitely times and situations where this is true, when I'm talking about healing through vulnerability or the vulnerability I'm talking about is through a emotional uh, vulnerability, through a vulnerability of opening up who you are so that you can process through and share your full authentic self with the world. Because when we don't do that, we end up compacting so many of our emotions, so much of our feelings, and we keep compressing them inside, never processing through them, never working through them, and they just keep compounding one after another. And before we know it, we're 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years into life saying, I feel so numb. I hide. I don't share. I don't speak up. Nobody knows my true feelings because I'm too afraid to share them because that would be vulnerable. And that comes from suppressing and compacting feelings. Now, this happens for many, many different reasons. But if we are going to learn to live a resuscitated life, to step into a full, vibrant, thriving life that you wake up excited each day to live, we must learn to process through our feelings. We must learn to feel our emotions so that we can also release them, so that we can be whole and grounded and complete within this world, so that we can show up authentically ourselves each and every day, putting all of us out there. Because when we do that, we encourage other people to do the same. What I often tell people is in vulnerability, It's actually a strength. It's not a weakness. We hear so often that vulnerability is weak. When you are vulnerable, you're weak. When you show yourself, you're weak. 
And I want to say that's just not true. See, when I can show up who I am, yes, absolutely there is a risk that someone may not like that. There is a risk that someone's going to be in opposition to that. And that they may say things that are not very nice. But whether I'm showing my true self or what I think they want to hear, I'm at risk for that. So why not be all of me and let them make the choice? When I can show up vulnerably who I am, I invite others to do the same. And in me, they can see that I'm living my authentic self. Showing that I don't have it all together. That I don't have all of the answers. But that I'm willing to work through and find them. That I'm willing to admit that life is messy sometimes. And I make mistakes. But I own up to them. And let's work together through them. See, living vulnerably means that I get the opportunity to live authentically me every day. And in that is where I find true fulfillment, happiness, and joy. But I have not always been there. As a nurse leader, as a nurse from day one, you're taught to not be vulnerable because that's a sign of weakness. So when I was a leader, I sacrificed myself to the point of almost mental breakdown because I was filling, I was filling my role as a nurse leader by day and then we would have sick calls and so I'd have to work all night. I cannot tell you how many 36 hour shifts I worked because that is what I thought was strong. That's what I thought my staff needed. When they would come to me for an answer I would solve it. Whether it was for a patient, for a family member, whether it was for a staffing situation, whatever it was, either I was the answer or I was solving it. And what I quickly realized is the more I did that, the more they came to me. But when I could be vulnerable with them and I could say like, hey, you know, I've been here since six o'clock this morning and you're wanting me to stay till noon tomorrow. Like that's, I can't do that. But here's what I can do. Let's see how we can arrange this. What, what options do we have? Or whether it is a patient or a family member. Like here's how, what have you tried? Here's what I would do. What do you think that they need? You know them more than I do. You've been working closer with them. It is inviting them to have an equal part in the answer. And show like, I don't know it all, but I'm here to brainstorm with you and figure it out. With my kids, I do this all the time. All the time. Because if there's one thing I said from the very beginning, is that I wanted to be a transparent parent. Meaning, I wanted my kids to see life in me. I didn't want to dictate how life was. But that also meant that I had to be vulnerable. So in the last 10 years, when I've really delved deep into my own self-work, self-development, I've done the same for my kids. I will be the first to come back to them and apologize and say, hey, I'm sorry I lost my temper last night. Or, hey, I'm sorry that I reacted this way. That's, that's not okay. That's not my best self and not who I desire to be. 
So I just ask for your forgiveness. See, I own up to what I do as a parent so that my kids can see like, hey, it's messy. Yep, I make mistakes just like you do. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have said that. I probably shouldn't have said that or done that. Here's what I would have done. I, I mean, I even do it in how we run our house. Like, yeah, we made some decisions this month, and so these are the consequences that we have to suffer or that we have to live through this, this month. But we also have our strengths. And we have these, these things that we work through. And in that, I teach my kids how to do the same. I've even done it with their friends and gone to them and apologized to their friends and been like, hey, I know you were over here last night and you asked the question and I, I was really tired and I was very short and snipped back. And I just want to apologize because that's not me. And that wasn't okay for me to act that way. See, what I believe is that when we can be honest and vulnerable and say, yep, I made a mistake, it also invites others to do the same. Because what I also hear back from my kids is, yeah, mom, I'm sorry. I, I knew I wasn't right, but I also didn't want to back down. My mind was telling me one thing, but my body was telling me another. And so I just want to apologize to you. Um, I want to say that I'm sorry for not being truthful in this situation. Or even just owning up to their own mistakes. Yeah, I did that. That wasn't right, but I did it. See, being vulnerable is a strength because it invites not only strength for you, but it invites strength for other people. And it invites them to take ownership, to be empowered by their choices. That's why you will always hear me say that vulnerability is a strength. When we can learn to build our vulnerability muscle, if you will, we learn to live authentically who we are. We learn to live passionately and wholeheartedly. And when we look at healing through vulnerability, what I want to say is it's a process and it's not an easy process. It's, it's a road that we must go through, but once we're open and willing and ready to go through it, the freedom that awaits on the other side is unparalleled to any other action you can take in this world. When we look at emotional health and well-being, what we often think is, is if we are emotionally and mentally healthy, that we are just happy and calm and peaceful all the time. And really what I want to tell you is that's not really true. If we are healthy emotionally and mentally, really what it is, it means we are able to feel a complete array of emotions. We are able to go through every range of emotion. And feel it within our mind, within our body, and not respond, not react to it. We are able to feel it, acknowledge it, and release it. But we don't react to it. And when we can come to that place, 
we've come to a place of healing. We've come to a place of freedom. We've come to a place that we get to reclaim who we are because we realize that we have emotions. We are human beings with emotions, but our emotions do not control us. See, don't get me wrong. To get to that spot, it's not going to be easy. And you may have to go through some very tough, uncomfortable, disruptive feelings, situations, and circumstances. But when you can allow yourself to do that, you will have done one of the most important things you will ever do in your life. Because what you've learned to do is learn to feel, process, and release your emotions so that you are no longer being held captive to your emotions, but you are stepping into the personal freedom that you are stepping into the freedom of who you are without the suffocating opinions of others, that you are releasing any doubt, any fear, because you are learning to step into who you are. See, who you truly are is at once the best version you might not have imagined. But it is the most essential version of yourself that you have always been when you process through your emotions. So you might be feeling them and thinking, this is not my best self. But I would beg to differ. Because what I will say is you are learning to feel, you are learning to process, and you are learning to release the emotions, but you're also learning that you do not have to be controlled by how others feel, by how others speak, say, and act towards you. Because those are those feelings and these are your feelings. And when you are in a place where you are healing emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you recognize that and you recognize what's yours and what's not yours. And you can release that. So when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, when you allow yourself to show up and be vulnerable so that you can feel these emotions, It requires you to go through that full expression of emotion that maybe you once cut off, that maybe you once buried because you no longer wanted to feel it because it was too uncomfortable. It was, you didn't like what people were saying. People were saying mean things or harsh things back to you, but you released it now as you walk through that healing process you become vulnerable with what those feelings once were so that you can feel them now and you can face the very darkness that is within you that you can penetrate what was once impenetrable that barrier that you put up because it was too painful too uncomfortable too vulnerable that if you did you just didn't know what would happen 
if I let my guard down here, I don't know, I may never stop. But when you begin to release those emotions and you begin to lean into who you are, the beautiful, amazing, smart, worthy person that you were created to be, you realize that you have this radical freedom within you. See, because you're stepping into all that you are designed to be. When you get to a place that you are no longer scared to feel anything, when you no longer resist any one particular part of your life, you no longer resist any particular feeling or emotion. When you can reach that place where you are open, vulnerable, and willing to feel whatever comes up within you, whatever comes at you throughout the day, something magical happens when you reach that place. The magic that happens when you release that place is you find peace. You find a peace within you unlike you can explain. Because what you find is that you now know exactly who you are. But you also get to speak as to how you show up in the world. How people respond to you. When you can show up vulnerably you and share your emotions, share your feelings, you are also sharing with others how you want them to react to you, how you want them to talk to you, how you want them to connect with you. Now, while you are showing up vulnerably you and you are teaching other people how to interact with you. There's a side effect that happens. See, you're also showing others how to be vulnerable. And that's where I say the strength comes in. Because when you look at somebody that's vulnerable, when you look at somebody that shares who they are, unapologetically sharing who they are, you can't help but look at them and say, wow, that person's strong. I want to be like that person. That person's got it together. See, because that person can say how much of a mess their life was. Like maybe this morning they were yelling at the kids. Their hair was all over the place. They were upset and crying and sobbing as they left the house. But they showed up here and they showed up to talk to you and to interact with you. And they are powerfully showing you who they are today. And what you see in front of you is not the picture that they are saying but you can see how they got there. And there's something beautiful and there's something powerful in that. When you can look at someone else's life and you can see their vulnerability, but you see them still being exactly who they're called to be, there's just an unspoken strength that comes from that. And it invites me to show up in the same way. Because what it does is it shows me that, hey, if I show up my authentic self and my hair's a mess and I'm kind of falling apart and I'm a little short-tempered today, they're going to be okay with that. They may ask me about it, but if I'm truthful back to them, they're going to be okay with that. 
And not only will they be okay with that, they may provide me support in that. See, when we can be vulnerable and we can share all of us, it also invites in the support that we desire, the support that we need sometimes. Because we are saying exactly who we are, that it has a relatability with other people. It has a air to it where people are understanding. And not only is it the relatability, but it's also how can I show up and be powerfully served in this moment? See, vulnerability does mean that you may be vulnerable, that you may be open to some things. And I'm not going to say that those things don't happen. But more often than not, what does happen is you find true healing. Because you begin to find true, honest connection with other people. See, when we are not vulnerable and we are not our authentic selves, what we're putting out there is a falseness about us. Because we're putting on a front, we're putting on a face, we're putting on a feeling that we think the world wants to hear. That we think these people we're interacting with wants to hear. Instead of showing them who we truly are. And when we put on a front of who we think they want us to be, then they will respond to that in the way that they think we want them to respond. And the cycle just keeps going. But if I show up my authentic self and I show up saying, hey, here's me, here's all of me, here's what I look like today, here's, what, here's what's going on. And it connects with someone that I'm talking with and they say, hey, I've been there. I've experienced that. Here's what worked for me. Or I would really like to just support you in this right now. Because see, we've opened the door for that and allowed them to come in and do that. Now, when we step into this way of healing, I, I don't want to say that we're never going to be hurt again. That we're never going to suffer or have situations arise that are uncomfortable. But when we do show up this way, we get to do just as I said earlier. We get to show up and experience the situation through the lens of being all of us, but not responding or reacting in a way that is inauthentic to who we are. While we may be going through some significant hurt loss, grief, or processing. Maybe we're going through some significant trauma. And yes, that will still happen. But when I can be vulnerably me, in that, again, it's showing people what's going on and allowing them to support us through that. 
And when you can do that, and when you can be radically vulnerable, honest, and authentic, the world sees that. And the world will rise to meet you. The right people will rise to meet you because you've stated through your actions, through your words, through your mere presence, who you are and what you need. So, yeah, there is healing and there is strength in vulnerability. Does it require something of you? Absolutely. But what it requires of you is so much less than what you receive. And even though it may not feel like that in this moment, right now, if you're stepping out to be vulnerable for the first time, whether that's opening yourself up to talk to someone new, whether that's diving deeper into a relationship to open up parts of you that you've had hidden for so long, your heart may be racing, your palms may be sweaty, and you may not have all the words to say. But when you do, you no longer let that situation, that feeling, that circumstance have a hold on your life. But you begin to release it. You begin to set yourself free. See, I think one thing that we lose sight of a lot of times is that when we're vulnerable, when we open up who we are, We release that grip that that situation has on us and we get to experience radical freedom within our life. And we also get to realize that that no longer has a hold over us, which means those particular, that particular person's feelings, words, responses don't have a hold on our life. And there's power in that. I've experienced this so many times in my life. When you begin to speak your truth, when you begin to speak vulnerably who you are, some people won't care. Some people will rise to meet you. And other people that respond in a less than ideal way, those aren't your people. And they never were in the first place. But you'll never know until you step into that vulnerability. This is how we heal. Through vulnerability. This is how we learn to adapt and become the best version of ourselves. Does it require something of us? Absolutely. Does it get uncomfortable? Yes, it will. Does it require us to walk through something that we may be afraid of? Does it require us to show up differently? Initially it does, yeah. But then you begin to see that that's exactly who you are and who you were meant to be. Because What I want to tell you is there's no escaping discomfort. And the reason we hide in vulnerability, the reason that we we don't step into that is because we don't want to be uncomfortable. 
But let me ask you, is hiding who you are comfortable? Is staying yourself hidden from the world and pretending to be someone that you're not because you're afraid to step into that vulnerability? Is that comfortable? Or can releasing that and stepping into your highest self, your most authentic self, allow you to achieve the dreams, allow you to achieve the life that you have always desired, allow you to be you unapologetically, vibrantly, passionately, deeply you. That is a life that I will choose every day over and over again all day long. And that is a life in which I learn to heal, that we learn to heal in every situation, in every circumstance. So how do we heal through vulnerability? It is by speaking our truth. It is by pausing, reflecting on, our, on who we are, on our feelings, feeling them and releasing them so that they no longer have a stronghold in our life. So, as I say each and every day, let's learn to resuscitate life one breath, one thought, one feeling at a time. Thank you for tuning in and sharing this time with me. For more of this great work by Amanda Johnson at Amanith Wellness Academy, you can find me at Resuscitating Life Facebook group and at amanithwellness.com. That is A-M-A-N-E-T-H wellness.com. Until next time, let's keep resuscitating life one thought at a time.